Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Sorry about that. What's up, besties? And welcome to this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. Um, it's our Tuesday episode. And I feel like we got lots to dive into and talk about. And joined, of course, with my OG bestie. He's wearing a Hey Bestie shirt, which he snagged off of uh, a fan in Jacksonville, correct? Yeah, look at that. Look at that fan art submission in person. That is going the extra mile. I love it. Got to thank Marissa um, and Kelly. Besties from Jacks, Florida. Um, we mother and daughter who love the podcast. Their idea was to make tour stop shirts because this says Jack's bestie <laughs> for each one and bring like 50 of them. And then you can like, you know, you can only get it at that show. So I think that's kind oh of my a good idea. Craig, man, what if we had people selling like, you know, tour merch out in the parking lot, right? It's like, as, as you're walking out the show, they're like Jacksonville shirt, you know, fucking Nashville shirt. And, Milwaukee shirt. That's that's really funny. If 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 we had some boot like some bootleg shirts, you know, going around for sales. But that's really cool that you were able that you were able to get one um, live and in person. Um, And of course, German Nick Norris. So, buddy, and Nick has dropped some knowledge on us, besties. So we still have the Milwaukee show on November seventh. Get your and then we have they're on sale. That that are on sale right now on pillowsandbeer.com. And we have the Nashville show November 12th at the Brooklyn Bowl. And then Houston is November 16th now, not November 15th at the House of Blues. So Milwaukee, November 7th, tickets on sale now. Nashville, November 12th. Houston, November 16th. And the pre-sale for those shows go on sale Thursday, October 5th at 10 a.m. Post BravoCon catch or recaps. I mean, obviously, it'll be a small part. You're forgetting some locations in there, Austin. Yeah, he, well, we're getting oh, there. For sale. Right. Well, I mean, the, well, wait, for sale or not for sale? For sale. Is everything, everything no. going to be for sale on uh, Thursday So Friday? All but the boss one, that those five that are listed right there are also going to be on sale on Thursday. Oh, oh. okay. So let me, let me continue. Uh, we have... New Orleans, House of Blues, December 10th. Philly at the Fillmore, January 13th. And New York City, the Gramercy Theater, January 14th. So we have we have some stops here. One, All right, guys. Two, three, yeah, so four, that's five, Milwaukee, six. Nashville, Houston, New Orleans, Philly, and New York City, also Boston. Also Boston. Um, and those tickets go on sale, uh, pre-sale Thursday, October 5th, and then public scale, public sale Friday, October 6th. I love it. I love it. Look at this tour coming together. We thought it wasn't going to happen at one point, but we're doing There are more to come. Don't worry. We're still figuring out some other stuff. Nick, this is a great document to open today for the first week first week's episode and merch contest ends at noon next monday so continue to send them in um 
the besties that gave me this shirt had a good idea. They said we should put them all on a website and have people vote for them. How many submissions do we have, Nick? Um, I don't know. Over 20. Easy, could, like that are like doable. I know it's tough because we can only pick one, but um, good to be back in Charleston though. Austin, we will be podcasting from the studio together on Wednesday or you know, Thursday, right. uh, but you're headed to Broadway. I am. I am. So we're finally going to do an, an in-person pod. We haven't done one in a minute because we've all been busy and moving and grooving. Even though that it looks like Craig is in studio today, I am at my house. We just figured it'd be easier since we'll do it together on Wednesday. And then I am going to, <clears throat> I'm going to Broadway on Thursday night. I'm going to see Gutenberg, uh, Andrew Reynolds and Josh Gad's new play. The family bought Broadway tickets together. So pretty excited about it. We like picked out, out this date. I swear that we bought these tickets back like in August or maybe even July. And me and my mom were like, well, what date do you want to go? And we picked Thursday, October, what is it? Fifth? Thursday, October 5th. So I'm going to be in Broadway. Pretty excited. Haven't been on Broadway play in a while. And you know I'm going to get a souvenir cup full of red wine. Yep. It's going to be lovely. Speaking of our favorite red wines, I was at a hotel bar in Jacksonville. I had to stay downtown. So the hotel I stayed at had a Morton's in the bottom. And I actually had two hotel bars to choose from, so I was so happy. Uh, but I, I chose the Morton's. Jackpot, by the way. A Morton's in the bottom. And I, okay, so I've got a question, though, because I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to have a glass of champagne. And I, this might, whatever, it's me. So I'm going to say, like, it probably sounds conceited or something but it's really not that way i love sitting down at the bar because i used to be this bartender and the people come up to you and they're really not sure it was kind of like later in the evening they don't know what type of customer you're gonna be and so you make your like drink order or you make your first appetizer order and they're like is that gonna be all for you or at first they're like are you eating with us and you're like sure i'd see i'd love to see a menu and then you order your apps and you're like, well, we're going to start with that. And then I'm going to get like a steak later. Like, I love when the bartender realizes that you're going to be a pretty cool customer to have sitting at his bar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you just kind of made it known quick, fast that, uh, that you were going to be that guy who, who was ordering a lot of things and you're going to be hanging out. And yeah, like, like I got started with a glass of champagne, that. you know, just a, I was like, yeah. you know what, let me have a glass of, uh, champagne let me enjoy my time i was what time does the kitchen close and they're like hey man we're just hanging and then the bartender started to drink and i was like okay this is great this is my spot but the question is as i sat down and got my first glass of champagne and my oysters uh rockefeller ordered along with shrimp cocktail there was a fun couple next to me and they had been in the cups as uh, thomas ravenel would say and this lady was kind of like begrudgingly got up and the nice couple was just like, Hey, how was everything? Like, did you enjoy it? And she's like, ah, I mean, I'm used to New York Morton's and they were like kind of confused. And she was like, I mean, I just, usually I'm eating at the Morton's in New York city. So take it for what, for what that means or whatever. And my question is, is that a flex? Like, are you flexing on people by saying, 
Oh, well, no. I'm fancy and sophisticated because I go to Morton's in New York City. In my head, I was like, look, I'm sure there's nothing wrong with Morton's, but there are 20 other steakhouses to be eating at before you go to the Morton's in New York City. Or am I wrong? Right. Did she say um, kind of like you just said it? Was she like, uh, did she start out with uh, or, or she was very, we'll just say that we don't say that word a lot on this podcast. She was very like, she did not enjoy her meal, you know? <laughs> hey, listen, I, I think that it's not a flex. I, I am going to go with uh, like, if this was, you know, gladiator, not a flex. Um, she is trying to say that she to yeah but just like you said you're like you know i mean even if she would have said it doesn't matter where she said to be honest craig it does not matter if she said you know peter luger's which that used to be like the hottest like steak joint in the world right but like it, it, it doesn't matter where she said like if she said it like that then you just like want to look at her like Fuck you. Yeah, like, I mean, at the end so, of the day, you're at a hotel bar, like, and it was good, you know, obviously, I texted Tommy Hall and was like, you know, it really takes me traveling sometimes to realize how incredible of a job you guys do at Hall's, um, but it was good. I got, like, I got French onion soup. I got a, a the Cajun, like, ribeye with blue cheese on it. Like, mm-hmm. nice guy sat down to my right, like an old football player, and... The bartender You're was at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. The bartender was a fan and the football player was like, wait, what do you do? You know, he's like, what kind of show are you on? And I told right. him and he was like, you know, he just thought it was great. And all of a sudden there's just five of us just having like good convo watching the football game. And um, I was in my happy place and I got to get on the elevator and go back to my room. But yeah, I mean, she was complaining about, you know, her food basically by saying that it wasn't as good as what she's used to, but I just thought it was funny. Cause you're like, I mean, you know, man, Morton's is a, is a wonderful steak chain and like the ambiance and everything. Right. It's kind of like, you know, piano and the bartender's wearing like a, like a vest and a, and a tie. Right. Yeah. And it's not cheap. Yeah. Like it's a, no. it's a good place. It, did you and I eat at eat at Morton's because it was like directly next to our hotel when uh, we were in Chicago for our show? Was that a Morton's or is that Ruth Chris? It might have been a Ruth Chris, but like either way, either one of us. I mean, Craig and I's eyes lit up when when we got to the hotel that night because we were like, okay, so like, do you want to venture out into the city and like try and find something? And we both kind of were like. Did you see that? Uh, did you see that Reese Chris right there? Oh yeah, yeah, like, no. And it was at the bottom of and, like the Ritz. And or Craig something. was like, "Yeah, I saw it." And I was like, "Yeah, that seems like uh, what we're about to do here." All right. So for those of you that don't know, Austin skipped the Ryder Cup uh, this past weekend to play in the member guest with his dad. It was his dad's birthday. So we were we were invited to go to the Ryder Cup with an incredible couple that we're friends with. And I could not go because of a work engagement. Austin chose not to go because member guest. How did that decision work out for you, Austin? Look, um, ooh, I, I, I talked to, oh my God, I, I met so many people and it was so fun. And, you know, my dad was like, this is my son. This is my son. This is my son. So, you know, there's no way to remember all these people's names, but it was the start of a great relationship out there. Um, and uh, this, the story got told multiple times um you know 
either by my dad or by my mom or something. And I could not have been happier with my decision. I mean, it was a double whammy. It was my dad's birthday on Wednesday. And then the member guest kicked off on Thursday and a double whammy of, you know, just wanting to be there to hang out with my folks. And I'd been traveling so much, honestly, Craig, if I would have gone back to Rome for the Ryder cup, which sounds amazing, obviously in hindsight, we got our ass kicked, but, but that's not the point. I don't know. I, I would have felt almost like, wow, this is my third time like going back to Rome this summer. And I think that I would have, I think that I would have felt kind of guilty. I mean, I would have felt really, really guilty about it. If I was in Rome and I'd be like, wow, I missed out on this incredible weekend because the weekend truly was incredible and zero regrets here. That's for sure. Yeah. Life's too short. Um, you know, you can, you can go to the Ryder Cup next time or when it comes back in the States and they figure time. their shit out. Um, That's right. But yeah, also shout out to all of our besties that came to see me in Jacksonville. That home show was a lot of fun. They set up a bar right next to the stage. People were like drinking. It was a lot of fun. Um, but we love to see you guys everywhere. And that's why we're so excited for the tour. I'm going to catch you up on our bank account for DraftKings. We hit our first parlay of the year. Yeah. We really need that. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, so, guys, we gambled $50. We needed two things to happen. They both happened. And so we won $175 for Dude, our good pot. for us. So we I took the over. Back to, uh, in the positive, right? Oh, yeah. We're in the positive. I think that we took we you to over and the Lions, and we've been betting on Thursday night football. If anyone's paying attention, who won we our are back in the positive, baby? We got to do a shout out and send a T-shirt to the winner of the fantasy league. Every week we will be sending. Every week we have a fantasy league on DraftKings. We'll remind you yeah, guys on DM, Thursday. DM us your information. So I like. I don't know everybody's like username. Obviously, you got to DM us if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. If you want, DM us, and we'll send you a T-shirt. Um, which I cannot believe that Marissa and Kelly printed this shirt out for us, but so many other besties. Anyway, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after a word from our bestie sponsors. Can anyone else relate to this? I hate to waste time trying to recover from a night of drinking. Maybe you had some drinks with friends on Sunday and woke up groggy and foggy Monday. No, thank you. That's why I love morning recovery. Um, Honestly, this this past weekend, uh, I went to Penn State, Craig, and before I went, I threw these like little bottles. They're like four ounce little shot bottles almost. I threw three of them in into my bag, and each day prior to getting you know going, I drank one of these, and I have to say, I felt fantastic. Well, not you know, I I mean as good as you can, right? I mean, I abused my body. Let's let's be honest. But these things really worked. And now I brought three of them here for the member guests this weekend. And um, I already I already need to re up. So uh, it tastes great. And they have lemon and a mango citrusy flavor. Now for you skeptics out there, let me drop some science on you. They conducted a clinical study and users of morning recovery felt up to 80% better than those without morning recovery across various symptoms after drinking. Go to morelabs.com. That's morelabs, M-O-R-E-L-A-B-S.com and use code PILLOWS for 25% off your first order of morning recovery. That's morelabs.com and use code PILLOWS 
for 25% off your first order of morning recovery. Welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Hello to all of our besties out there. I'm joined by Austin Kroll and Nick Norris. Check us out, www.pillowsandbeer.com. Email us at theboys at pillowsandbeer.com. Follow us on Instagram. Go ahead, Austin. No, sorry. I, I was just jumping in because I got I got excited. Um, I, I literally was just going to say, and let's not forget that Nick is going to be on tour with us. You know, last year we we began the tour. We had like five people with us. And then we were like, wait, we don't we don't need five. But we do need Nick because Nick was in charge of the slideshow and all that stuff. So, you know, just like an added bonus, you know, to get to see Nick. Come say hi to get Nick. To say hey to him. Everyone say hey to Nick. That 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 should be a shirt, to be honest. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I don't either. I don't either. So let's not. I I just I mean the Taylor Swift uh Travis Kelsey thing. I I haven't gotten that and I'd still like the videos online of like recently I've been watching moms talk about it to their kids who are like you know, football fanatics and the kids just, sure. but like, then there's some with like the husband just gets home from work and he's like, I'm asking you nicely to stop talking to me. Like you're pissing me off. And I asked you not to go to like, some of the videos are funny, man. They are. And, uh, I, the only thing that annoyed me was I watched a friend's video that went to the game this weekend and like every girl on the bus was on, it just was in like, uh, Kansas City attire, and I had to ask Paige and be like, "Are all these girls wearing Kansas City attire because of this, or are they fans of that?" And she goes, "That bus that you're talking about, they're all from Kansas City." And I said, "Thank God, because that would have pissed me off." Yeah, um, I saw some girls that are making like like some homemade jerseys, and like they're spelling freaking Kelsey's name wrong, and it's just like, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, Kelsey's going to need that done? offensive line protecting him. When if that ever goes south, it was the, yeah. the Swifties are going to come after him hard. It was the most watched I mean, thing on Sunday night since the Super Bowl. That's crazy. twenty-seven million people watched. The NFL is just going. Show me the money. I mean, I don't know if if either of you saw what I put up, you know, yesterday, but uh, we were watching, you know, the Sunday countdown or whatever it was, and they did a T Swift se- uh, segment. I don't remember on what, but she. My little sister walked right up to the TV. She sat within oh, yeah, four yeah. and a half feet and just was like, <laughs> and and I just laughed. And I was like, for all the years and all the things, you know, in Alabama going to the national championship or the Panthers going to the playoffs, she's never really given two shits. You know, she's like, yay, go. And the Taylor, Taylor Swift comes up and she is enthralled like the rest of America. The only thing that bothers me about it is when I'm scrolling on my Instagram and then it's one, two, three, four, and it's all her from different, you know, outlets talking about her at the game. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we get it. But Did you see the person. No, no, I hate whatsoever. No, no, no. Just, <laughs> just like being over inundated with it. Yeah, the so. one person. And I was curious if they also, the referees were awful in that game. Talk about like, if Vegas is actually getting involved. In, I mean, it was both sides of the, it was crazy, uh, but we don't have to get into that. I will always have a hatred for referees since I was a little kid. They should not have any hand in the game, and they just always do. We have the technology to eliminate all of their jobs. They sh- get rid of them. They can be messengers. I feel like 
I want to like dress up as a referee now for Halloween and just like follow around Craig and, and let like, me tackle you <laughs> and like just like throw flags at Craig. I mean, the, the, the offensive lineman on Kansas City held a guy probably worse. It was looked like a little kid's game where he was just pulling him backwards by his jersey in front of the camera and it wasn't called. But anyway, um, I oh. I was wondering if they lost, if people would be like, okay, now it's becoming a distraction. But one of their defensive lineman guys gave an incredible interview after the game. And uh, he's like, you know what? I mean, the guy's handling it pretty well. He's like, we don't really see it that much. But I don't know. It, the the team seemed positive about it. But um, you know what else people feel positive about is uh, the show that we star on, Austin Southern Charm. I don't know if... You feel positive about it. But, hey, I think you've been doing great. Look at us. We're podcasting. We're about to go on tour. Um, we, 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 I think the show's going great. And, uh, you know, man, Lisa Barlow, uh, a guest on our show, you know, she, she texted me the other day. And, and, and she was like, I think it's building. And, like, y'all are on to something awesome this season. And uh, I was like, high, high praise coming from you, Lisa. So, and then, you know, just multiple friends and people that, that, that like are in, you know, the biz and things like that have, have just been texting so many things of, of just like, I like am loving this season. You know, some have even like admitted like, Hey, I really haven't been paying attention like very, very closely to seasons past, but on this season, I'm like, you know, locked in and that's just some high praise. You know, we're only on episode three and I want everyone to just remember that it is a long season. And I feel like we'll talk about the upcoming episode a little bit more on Thursday's podcast. But, um, but I mean, uh, what are people saying to you, Craig, at, uh, at you know your road shows? Are they just like, we love it? You know, I'll be totally honest. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of praise for like growth and growing up. And yes, I have worked on growing mm. up. We'll keep you apprised on, on certain things. I, you know... I'm just happy because what I said in a lot of my pre-press, which is this is going to be one of the better seasons in a while because of how organic it was, um, it's it's coming off that way. I mean, people are seeing it. People are like, this year just feels different. And I was like, oh, well, maybe because there's not a bunch of ex-girlfriends running around like <laughs> screaming at well, us. there at are the a office. bunch of ex-girlfriends running around yeah, screaming yeah, at us, Craig. <laughs> just not yours. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but... Yeah, so I'm, you know, we'll touch on Southern Charm a little heavier uh, Thursday, but we're really happy that everyone's enjoying it, and, um, you know, I, I, I'm glad that um, it's entertaining and that be able to have like a healthy attitude about it moving forward. Moving forward with this horror movie with Winnie the Pooh, I have not seen this. Wait, you're telling me now that no one has the rights yeah. to to scare you, Winnie the Pooh? We can put that on one of our shirts. What what a transition into Southern Charm into a horror Winnie the Pooh. So this horror Winnie the Pooh and and it's horror fitting Craig, because horror. it is October. <laughs> this horror Winnie the Pooh. No, this horror Winnie the Pooh. That's um, a it's right fitting. There. It's fitting, Craig, because it is uh, October second. Free forms. Thirty one nights of Halloween is on. I love it. It's my favorite. Um. Even more so than 25 Nights of Christmas. Yeah, that's crazy. 25 Days of Christmas. Yeah. Um, our nuances. And communities. Did you see the Did you see the other one? Uh, it's called The Slother House. And it's about killer sloths. No. And 
it's like legit like it's actually a movie but it's yeah it's kind of like also this. thanksgiving which is about a killer turkey on thanksgiving so there's all nice. those things are out there dude i had to pee at a truck stop on my drive home from jacksonville and usually i like truck stops i know it's weird but I their bathroom was broken, so I went by the woods and I looked up because I heard this like this movement, and there were twenty five turkey vultures in the tree above me, just staring at me. And I, they're the size of like a dog, yeah. And I was like, these motherfuckers. I was like, just don't act scared. Hold your presence. You are an alpha predator, and I'm gonna punch birds in the face. Yeah, but twenty turkey vultures. No, I was like, they will rip. Me to shred. So every time I like looked down to make sure I wasn't peeing on myself, there was like they would move their wings or hop to another branch. And I was like, I know they're posturing against me. Right can now. I can I pivot to well, it's kind of along the same thing because it is kind of terrifying. But because I called Winnie the Pooh uh, a whore, I kind of feel like it makes sense. So I just recently found out, Craig, that there is Bigfoot erotica. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> There's everything that classify as furry. I went into a deep dive of it and I was like, I need to like figure this out. Like, like, is this real or was this just like a meme trying to make people laugh? And it is real. And there are authors that do it. And it's basically all starts out where it's like, well, you're like books, like novel erotic. I like old school porn. I, you know what, Nick? I mean, I feel like, like we could write one of these, you know what I mean? Because they're like, Google it. and Bigfoot's throbbing fleshy member. And you're like, Oh my God. And, <laughs> and people like, I read that one of these erotic authors makes like 15 K a month on selling her Bigfoot horror novels. That's funny. I, I typed in big, welcome to Halloween, Bigfoot welcome porn. And it was just a lot of big feet. <laughs> Oh, don't. No, 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 no. No, you have to type in Bigfoot erotica. Oh. Your search histories are going to be off the I charts. Know, I know. And uh, okay, it's, so- it's true. It's a thing. It's like completely terrifying. And it's always where it's like, you know, Sally, <laughs> you poo? know, Sally was it's like a research erotica. assistant. I mean, Sally was a research assistant and she went into the jungle or, you know, into the woods in the Pacific Northwest to take, you know, soil samples. And little did she know that she would encounter a seven foot five hairy monster who was horny for attention, you know, and you're like, oh, my God. And then and some of these novels are like, you know, 18 pages and some are like, you know, 80. So. No, it was horrifying. And I feel like I had to throw it out there because I accidentally called Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, a whore. We've uh, lost someone. Oh, did we lose Craig? We lost Craig. You won your your big Craig, Craig, Craig just immediately got like a virus on his computer as soon as he <laughs> or what if like he what if like he typed it in and like the government just like busting his door down, being like, We got him, we got him, another one of these sick freaks. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, Nick, I like went into it because I was oh, like, he's I, back. I, 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 Craig, dude, we I was just laughing. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, man. What if like I mean the government was like, we got him, we got him, we got him. He's looking up the big foot porn again. They're like busting in Craig's ass. You're like cutting the power to his house. Like, take this freak out. I I mean, I don't know what happened, but I, what happened was I went in to clear my browser history just because you guys said that, even though like I don't 
use my right. computer for any of that stuff. And I and there was an advanced setting, and it said clear everything, and I did, and it stripped my <laughs> everything of its like uh, security rights and passwords, and like basically blocked entry to anything that we're using. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. I was hoping you just took like a quick break. Um, um, well, maybe we should take a, a quick break. We probably should, and then we have time for one more little segment. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Me and Craig are talking about all sorts of stuff in the pop culture. I mean, look, this this segment is called Random Topics, and it's gone pretty random. I have a few things, Craig. Which one is more interesting to you, and which one do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about uh, Tupac's murderer being arrested after 26 years or whatever it is? Or do you want to talk about the Vegas fear? Uh, let's talk about both. I mean, the Vegas one, I can knock out pretty quick. I, it's starting, it's becoming more and more interesting to me. I mean, it looks like they're on, well, they can be wherever they want. Like it looks like they're on top of a mountain as you know, they're watching some band play. And I thought that it was fake. I was like, Oh, ha ha ha. And I'm not going to lie. I thought that the Vegas fear was, was a uh, conspiracy theory for, for like a while. And I was like, okay, this is dumb. Like, they're not actually doing this. Lo and behold, yeah, they uh, yeah, they did it. And I don't know why I didn't think that it was real, but I didn't. Well, yeah, that's funny. I am more fascinated on than not the concerts, but the trip around the world that they do. Um, there's something. So basically there's like 160,000 speakers or something. Um, it's like this basically immersive sound technology and they have like scent cannons in there and stuff. Basically they can replicate anywhere in the world and they have this like famous director doing it. So you can go watch this movie. It's like the original IMAX and it's basically like a trip around the world and it's like a fully immersive experience. I think that will be fun, but, and then they leaked the advertising numbers. It cost, I think $400,000 for a day to advertise on the outside or 650,000 for the week. And they guarantee like 4 million um, impressions. That is, that's, that's pretty rad, man. Would you ever do that? You know, like if you're, you know, if your company was, was caking and you were like, all right, I'll uh, advertise in this fear. 450 seems absurd for one day so i would go the 650 route yeah i mean i wonder what times square cost you know that's like the next comparison Uh, i would i would rather do it in times square i mean although this fear is getting all sorts of eyeballs on it because it's just like a like a freaking you know architectural phenomenon and there's less competition around the sphere than in times square it's hard to even look at anything anymore um sure sure and like your ad could be up there and then like it disappears or then you have to wait for it to come back. And you're like, there it is, there it is. I, so Which, with, that'd be rad. I mean, do not get me wrong. Dude, that'd be so rad if the PNB tour was in Times Square. That'd be cool. I, you know, if we had more time out in Vegas, I'd go check it out, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to see it. I mean, dude, you'll see it, man. Oh, Cause yeah. when I was in the wind, I was in the wind encore. It was, it was right there. Like, I'm pretty sure that you can see it from like a lots of, Lots of That's vantage fair. points in the city. I meant inside. And speaking of Vegas, right? I mean, we're speaking of Vegas. Isn't that where Tupac was murdered? Yes. Nick? Really? Yeah, I mean, after See, like a Tyson fight, right? They showed footage. They showed footage of Tupac 
and Suge Knight and like their posse, like, you know, kicking the shit out of some guy in the lobby before that it got broken up after the fight. And then shortly thereafter, basically the California Crips were like, uh-uh, we did not just get stomped on. And then that's when they retaliated. And I'm just yeah, Suge Knight set it all up. And I'm very curious allegedly why it took so long for How this guy to be it? found. How's it allegedly? Huh, what? No, no one's gone to jail. No, 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 no. The, the, the actual killer, like for a long time, we didn't know who the actual killer was. Right. And they found the actual killer. Well, didn't he say on like a podcast that it he was, wasn't Suge, that he wasn't, in, that he was in the car, but he didn't pull the trigger that his nephew did. Yeah. He was like Some, a driver or something, something like that. And so Tupac was in the car. No, no, I don't know. I don't no, know. The Man, guy that got, no, I, the guy that got arrested. So Suge Knight went to jail for killing someone else. Yes. Okay. No one has ever yes. gone to jail for the two. Not. Y- yes. But the I'm guy saying. that just got arrested. You guys just confused me so much. I was like, wait a minute. Am I just completely wrong on this? The guy that just got arrested, so, no. though, they're saying that he pulled the trigger, but it's because he started to talk about it. And I guess there's footage of him on a podcast being like, yeah, I was there. I know who did it. I was in the car. But I didn't shoot anybody like my nephew did or something. But that he doesn't realize that you're still part like conspiracy to commit to commit right. murder. I mean, man, what was you know the year count was like 26 years later or something, and it's still yeah, it was 96, slow. right, dude? 95, 96, something like that. That's that's wild. I wish I had this graphic to pull up. Speaking of Tupac, because it's a graphic of like. Nine or twelve of the most favorite, famous like artists ever die, like musical artists. You can send, you can upload it real quick onto this. And it was like pick one person to be able to see their show, and I actually picked Tupac. Paige picked Big. Who were the nine? Um, you know, like the me, famous me and me and Tupac. Like, have it's got to be what Elvis, Winehouse, Michael Jackson, uh, Keith Kurdman. Or Kurt Kirby. Kurt Kirby. Yeah, Nirvana. Yeah, so what would your guys' answer be on that? Like any famous artist, if you could watch them play one show. Just that one. aren't currently live, obviously. No, 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 yeah. sorry. Just just like one, you know, artist, right? Because it's like, yeah. I would love to see, you know, Zep. Or I'd love to see the Beatles. Um, no, I mean, you. yeah, yeah I, you can pick the Beatles. But it's like Michael Jackson, the Beatles, like. Okay, okay. I I think I think that I'd have to pick the Beatles. Um, yeah, I'm probably up there too, just from a historical rad. standpoint. Yeah, that that or like a Zep show in in its heyday or Jimmy Zepp Hendrix. Zep was boring live though. Jimmy Hendrix? Not oh, Hendrix would be great, but Zeppelin was is notoriously boring live. I'd see you two live. I see. I saw. I went. My out. first concert was the U2's 360 tour. Johnny Drama. Feliz Cumpleaños. Totally disappointing. <laughs> Do you remember that any one? other concert after that? Oh yeah. Um, Craig. That's when they go to Comic Con. Craig, dude, I'm watching One Piece. Oh, you are. I began it. I watched two. I'm on episode three. I didn't realize, like, yeah, it's really good because of how, like, close to anime that they make it. Like, 
I didn't, I didn't know that he had like a power, you know? And I was like, Oh, yeah. what, what, what did that bullet just do? It sneaks yeah. up on you. Yeah. So sneaks up on you. It's good. you know how he yells, like he celebrates and goes, yeah. Or like whatever it is. It's like a big thing in, in the anime show. A girl did that at my tour or my home show in uh, Raleigh. Someone asked like a little girl in the audience was like, what show are you watching right now? And I like, or she said, what's your favorite show? And I was like, I'm actually watching, um, what's it called? One Piece right one now. Piece. One and piece. one of the girls did like the anime, like cry out. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, she was like, yeah, I love that show. I said, okay. Anyway. Nice. Um, I need to correct some stuff with the Tupac stuff. So in 2018, okay. in an interview for BET, he admitted he was inside the Cadillac when Shakur was shot. He implicated that his nephew, the late Orlando... Orlando Baby Lane Anderson saying he was one of two people in the back seat where the shots were fired. On Friday, he said that prior to leaving the MJM Grand, Shakur, Shakur and Knight spotted their rival Anderson inside the building near the elevators and began to kick and punch him. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the rest was, yeah. So he said it in an interview on BET. That's kind of crazy. How did BET get herself? That, that's, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, how is this five years ago and they're or six years ago and they're just arresting the guy? Because they probably need. I mean, it's obviously unrelated. They're trying to pinch him for something. Submit your your merch ideas to the boys at pillowsandbeer.com. Buy your tour tickets. We cannot wait. Me, Austin, along with Nick Norris, will be on tour all the next coming months and January and February. Uh, come see us. Buy our old merch. We have so much to tell you about. Pre-sale, pre-sale for all the dates that we said, by the way, are on sale on Thursday. And then general public on Friday. So we got lots of dates. Craig, you want to hit them with dates again? Because why not? Yeah. Let's redo. Okay. So guys, buy tickets. Milwaukee, November 7th after BravoCon. We've got Nashville at the Brooklyn Bowl. That's going to be awesome to perform at November 12th. Houston. House of Blues, November 16th. I love House of Blues. I love going there. But Brooklyn Bowl is also super awesome. I'm stoked for that. All right. And yeah. if you, for some reason, had November 15th written on your calendar for Houston, change it to November 16th, please. New Orleans, House of Blues, December 10th. Oh, the holidays. The Fillmore and Philly were coming back, folks. January 13th, New York City, the Gramercy Theater. January 14th, coming back there, too. Boston, January 11th. Not sure why these are out of order, but... Um, it's because they're not... Because we don't have... Uh, Boston tickets are not going to be available for, for, for purchase on Thursday and Friday. All right. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for being our bestie. And we'll be back in your ears Thursday. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.